What's going on, my people? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys. This is TJ with another episode of The Soapbox. And I'm telling you, man, the world is wonderful, life is wonderful, and I know it's a great time to be alive in America. Yo, we're going to dig into this thing today, continue on this grind that we're doing as far as relieving our stresses. And I'm telling you, you're going to have a wonderful time with the episode today. So look, I'm not going to waste any more time. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. All right, so we're going to keep on rocking and rolling with this whole deal with relieving our stress. And I know the week before last, we talked about forgiveness and forgiving people and forgiving people for who they are and all the different things that we need to think about when it comes down to forgiveness. Then we moved into being grateful and not focusing so much on what we don't have and spending more time thinking about what we actually have in our hands and what we've been blessed with in our lives. So today, we're gonna focus on something that's a little more active. And I'm gonna start out with a question. So, have you ever spent time helping somebody only to find out that it was just a complete waste of your time? Have you ever done something or been a part of something and given it your all only to realize that you just basically got nothing out of the situation nothing that you've done has turned into anything and it's just been a total total disaster see today one of the things that i want to talk about is the fact that a lot of times we have so much stress built up inside of us negative stress for that matter because we definitely have to distinguish the two because you're always getting some type of stressor but we have so much negative stress built up inside of us because basically we've made bad choices dealing with the wrong situations. We've basically invested time, energy, resources into things that were just not worth it. And a lot of times it's our own fault. We make the choices. We decide who we're going to chill with. We decide where we're going to work. We decide where we're going to hang out. We decide all these different things. And that's what today's episode is all about. What are the best ways to invest your time? Because truth be told, your choices develop the reality that you live. That's a very important point that I want to make sure that you understand. Your reality, every single part of it, is directly related to the choices that you make who you hang out with, the conversations you decide to have, where you decide to go, what you decide to eat, what you decide to spend your money on. All those things go on and on and on to shape the world and the life that you live. So therefore, we have to accept the fact that all of these stressors, to a certain extent, are really our choice. They're our fault. I'm going to explain to you how the cycle goes. So pay close attention and tell me if this isn't how you've experienced it. So first thing, you choose to do something, whether it's be a part of some group, go to some type of situation, relationship, buy a car, buy a house, whatever the case may be, you make a choice to do something. Secondly, you jump into it and you give it your 
your all, every single thing you can do to make this thing work, to make this situation work, to make this person's situation a better situation, whatever it was that you chose to step into, you gave it your very all. And then thirdly, things didn't quite work out the way that you thought that they would. And it could be any number of reasons why it just didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen. Now, I wanna make sure that I stress something here. It really doesn't matter if the outcome is good or bad. See, most people want to assume that the only time that they take on stressors is when a situation is horrible or it goes south. But the truth of the matter is you're dealing with stressors the entire time. The end of a situation is really just the climax. Sometimes you end up going through a situation, there's a bad ending, and you end up dealing with that enormous amount of stress that falls upon you. But then sometimes you go through a situation and the ending is great and you get this huge dopamine rush and now you're on top of the world. But no matter how it ends throughout the entire process, you were dealing with stressors, whether it was the stress of what you had to do, the stress of various choices you had to make, the stress of different people and personalities that you had to deal with. Ultimately, throughout that whole time frame, you were dealing with stressors. So stress is constantly being developed inside of you. The goal, however, is figuring out how do we deal with it? So that leads us basically to the core of today's conversation. Because if you're going to be dealing with stressors anyway, no matter what you do, then it makes all the sense in the world that you eliminate the negative stressors. And the only way to do that is that you need to pay very close attention to what you invest in. And when I say invest, I mean invest your time, invest your emotions, invest your resources, anything that's a part of you that you are deciding to dedicate to something you need to make sure that you're doing that to something that is worthwhile i guarantee if you fell back right now just sit back in your chair or lay on your bed or wherever you are listening to this podcast i guarantee if you do a total assessment of your entire life you can find multiple locations throughout the history of you where you invested in stuff that just was not worth it. It wasn't for you. It wasn't something you need to be a part of. It wasn't something that was going to be fruitful for you. It didn't edify your situation. It just was bad. And some of us get caught in the trap of doing this on a regular basis, like every day. We have basically become accustomed to investing in things that aren't doing us any good. And we're going to go over a couple of those things here in a minute. But I just want you to think about the fact that your life, just like everybody's life, is probably full of moments of situations that had you not invested in that time or in that person or in that event, that you probably could have been a little more productive on whatever it was that you were working on. It's kind of like when you're trying to learn a skill. If I was trying to learn how to build a house, 
it probably wouldn't make much sense for me to spend a whole bunch of time looking at schematics for building a boat. Yeah, maybe I could live inside of it. Maybe I could build a home inside of it. But the truth of the matter is, I'm thinking more along the lines of houses that are on land. Homes that I can actually build on a property, not on the water. But despite how far-fetched that example is, a lot of times we make that very mistake. We have this one thing that we've keyed into that we want to do, but we're investing time and energy into something that is so far left that has nothing to do with what we're trying to accomplish. And we spend so much time on it that eventually we've literally redirected ourselves from what it is that we're supposed to be doing. One of the main things that I try to stress to people all the time is that one of the biggest wastes of time is doing the wrong thing good. Sometimes you can spend so much time focusing on a specific task, skill, goal, whatever the case may be, that you have completely gotten off track of the actual main goal that you were trying to accomplish. But now you've gotten so good at what you're doing that's so far off course that now the most important thing for you to do at this point is to continue on because you're headed in a direction where you're actually building up steam. It's sad. If I was trying to drive to New York, but I kept driving south towards Florida, I mean, at some point in time, I might as well just change my destination because to turn around, now I've got to cover all the ground that I've already covered. And that's what I'm saying is that we invest so much time and energy into things that are not worth it. And then we turn around and we wonder why we have so many conditions, why we have so many issues, why we're tired, why we have all of these health issues, why we're getting colds and flus and having to go to the doctor. It's because of the mountain of stress that sometimes is self-employed. Sometimes it's actually stuff that we could cut out and do differently. Now, make no mistake about it. No one is going to be able to live a stress-free life. It's just that some people know how to deal with stressors better than others. And some people know how to eliminate unnecessary stress. One key way that I'm telling you now that I am starting to practice now every single day is I refuse to worry about any situation that I cannot change. If it does not fall inside of my circle of influence, then I don't even care. Now, that may sound heartless and cold, but understand, I'm not saying I don't care to the extent that the world could blow up, but as long as I'm alive, I'm cool. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that if you pay close attention to everything that you encounter throughout the day, 90% of the things that people present to you are things that you can't do a single thing about. Yet you spend all day long thinking about these things over and over and over time and time again. I'm gonna give you an example of something that probably affects more people than you would actually want to agree to. Let's say you're driving your car. Somebody cuts you off. You blow your horn, you get mad, and the whole time you're just totally upset about what they did. Not even thinking to yourself that they don't even know who I am and they're probably not thinking about me at all at this point. 30 minutes later, you're still thinking about the fact that that person cut you off and they've probably moved on to two or three other things 
things that are going on in their life. That's what I mean by something you can't do anything about. You can't affect that. You might as well let that go and move on. But you're investing so much time and energy into that thought process. And whether you realize it or not, those negative seeds continue to grow and fester in you throughout the day. That's why you can't hold on to that. There are people right now that are holding on to issues that were done to them 20 years ago because they've invested so much time and energy into developing this mentality that they were done so wrong. And that has built up in them and grown into this huge tree of hate and disgust and resentment. And it's just the victim mentality at its best. So trust me, you don't want to hold on to stuff. You don't want to sit around and waste time on emotions like that. And we're going to dig deeper into that here in a second. So look, we need to discuss what are bad investments? What are the things that we invest our time into our emotions, our money, our friendships? What are, what are the things that we invest in that are just bad investments? So I'm a huge believer that everything begins with the mind. So I'm going to tell you, first thing I want to cover is we invest too much time into negative thinking. Now, this can manifest in so many different ways. It can manifest in us believing that we're not good enough, us believing that the world is against us, us believing that uh, we don't have the opportunities that we need. We spend too much time investing in the negativity that is presented to our brains, that is presented to our minds. See, I'm going to lump emotions into this same category because we do so much to hold on to emotions that don't do us any justice, thinking that doesn't do us any justice. For instance, let's say you're at work and you were told two people said something negative about you. Now you can choose to invest in what was said. You can choose to invest in the emotions that stir up inside of you when you hear this, but all it's going to do is turn into a much more negative situation than what you're dealing with now, because now you have basically hinged your emotional stability on a conversation that was never intended for you to even know anything about. One of the greatest things that I have heard multiple people say in many of the podcasts that I listen to and speeches that I listen to is that another person's opinion of you is none of your business. You shouldn't even care. Why should it matter to you if two people had a conversation about you that was negative? Unless it affects how your job is done, how things happen in your environment. That's why I don't spend any time whatsoever waiting to find out what somebody said or how they feel about me. It does not matter to me, but that's one of those things that can creep into your mind, that negative thinking that you can just manifest from something as small as that. I'm going to tell you another one. You need to stay away from your doubts, doubting yourself, doubting your situation, doubting your environment, doubting the people around you, doubting what you can and can't do. You need to stay away from that because that becomes an addiction. When you start to see yourself as less than, 
then you start to operate that way. Never have a conversation with yourself where you're condemning yourself for not being able to accomplish or achieve because you are great and you can be as great as you want to be as long as you're trying to do your best and trying to cultivate yourself in a way that is going to push you forward. A lot of people spend a lot of time after they go through something and they beat themselves up about mistakes that they made about choices that they made maybe they spent too much money maybe they went the wrong way down the road maybe they got the wrong time or something like that it could be anything sometimes it could be something as small as putting the wrong article of clothing on that causes a person's psyche to start going in a direction that's just not positive if you start your day with those type of negative thinking those types of negative approaches to life then eventually that stuff bleeds out through the rest of your day and all you seem to focus on is what's bad what didn't go right and that is absolutely horrible that will condemn you internally and you need to step away from that so don't invest in negative thinking you've got to step away from that now there are so many examples of that that we could talk about whether it could be resentment whether it could be anger whether it could be frustration whether it could be jealousy envy all of those different emotions could fall right into that category. This one is really huge because it can happen in so many different ways, but you need to make sure that you're not investing in the wrong people. Now that could be so many different avenues. That could be friendships. That could be relationships. That could be business ventures. That could be job partners. That could be anything. But a lot of times we invest so much time and energy into people who really don't appreciate what we're doing. They don't appreciate us. They don't appreciate our contribution or they're the type of individual who actually recognize everything that you bring to the table. And so they decide to latch onto that and suck out everything that you have to offer. You can find individuals like this on your job easily because they're individuals who want to see you do all the work. And then when it's time to take the credit for something, they latch on to it as if they did as much as you did. Now, I want to caution you on something. It is very possible that you could be investing time, energy, and resources into the wrong people that you virtually cannot get away from. And what I mean by that is your relatives. It could be your mother, your father, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, people that you were born into their life. Now, I talked about this last week and the week before. You cannot choose your family, but you need to be very mindful about how you connect to them when it comes down to what you bring to the table. Because make no mistake about it, there are families out there who love and care for each other dearly. But there are people out there in people's families, and some of you probably can think about individuals inside of your own family that will suck you dry for everything that you bring to the table every single time. Every five to 10 minutes, they're calling you because they have a problem or an issue and they can't figure out how to solve it. And you're the individual who they turn to because they know that you're the person that's going to give. You're the person that's going to step out there and try your best to solve whatever the issue 
issue is that they have. You need to be cautious about that because that can drive you into the ground. I know plenty of people who have reported that they won the mega millions and the majority of that money gets blown on individuals who have called them, contacted them, needing favors, needing this, needing that, bills ain't paid, cars need, all these different needs that truthfully were there before you won that money. But now all of a sudden you're it. So now we're going to tap into you and get everything out of you that we can. You need to be mindful of that. Now, there's a lot of different wrong people to invest in. Individuals that are not interested in helping you cultivate your life, you need to step away from them. Individuals who see you in a light that is not positive, you need to step away from them. There's also another individual that you need to draw close to and you cannot allow them to look like a wrong person because I personally have a best friend and my best friend friend is willing to criticize me on a strong basis. It's not negativity. It's not him trying his best to make me feel down. But at the same time, he's willing to give me constructive criticism on situations where he feels like I'm veering off to the left or to the right. And I need to pull myself back into the middle. You need people like that. You need individuals in your life that are not afraid to tell you, listen, that decision probably wasn't the best one. What you don't need in your life are individuals who are hell bent on trying to make you feel bad about things that you do. People who want to simply harp on or point out all of your negativities and the errors that you have. Those aren't friends. Those are individuals who are really beneficial for you. They don't bring anything to the table and all they're going to do is continue to focus on anything that you do that is bad or wrong. Those types of individuals you need to distance yourself from because they're not going to help you one bit. Now, there's all kinds of wrong people that you can step away from. Doubters, haters, hinderers. I've got a whole list of H's that I'm going to do later on. I call it the six H's. I'm going to do that in another podcast, but there's tons of wrong people that you need to look out for. The third thing is negative conversations. I can't tell you how many times I have heard, been around, seen people engage in conversations that are not beneficial. What most people tend to do is sort of flow with the way that a conversation goes. But the truth of the matter is, if the conversation is headed in a direction that is not going to be beneficial to either party, then it's probably not a conversation that you should be engaging in for a long period of time. Now, everybody has their assessment moments. We always talk about television, current events, and that type of stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is if you spend too much time in negative conversation, then that becomes a part of your psyche, of who you are, and it becomes an emotional addiction. You start seeking it. For instance, if you have a conversation with two or three of your friends and every time y'all get together all of y'all are talking about how bad you feel what you got going on why you've got to go see the doctor why you've got to do this why you've got to do that that becomes a reality you have trained your psyche to look for that so now every time you get around these people that emotional addiction starts to play on you and it begins to call to you and you don't even feel normal if you 
don't get a chance to actually sit down and complain with your friends about how bad you feel and how horrible life is. That is part of the problem because that is a bad investment. It causes more stress on your body. Remember the first voice you ever hear is your own. Anytime you have an idea before you say a single word out of your mouth, you've heard it in your mind because the thought process happens before the action and your subconscious is not prejudiced. It will take whatever information is pushed to it and it will feed it to you throughout your body. And eventually things will manifest that you just don't want. I know people who have spent time and time and time and time talking about how they have migraines until eventually they develop migraines. I know people who have had multiple discussions about how cancer, high blood pressure, and heart attacks run in their family. It is genetic and they keep going on and on about it. And eventually it manifests because what you are doing is you are welcoming that into your body. You are telling your psyche that I am open for this, that I accept the fact that this is a part of my lineage. And you should not do that. Are diseases real? Yes. Do people have illnesses? Absolutely. But why in the world would you help to exacerbate that by constantly talking about it over and over again, time and time again? You know who you should have health conversations with? Your doctor. That's who you should. You should talk to your doctor. You shouldn't talk to your friends about how horrible your health is. If you want to tell them that you have a condition, it is a condition. But you don't need to talk about it as if it's the end of the world. Talk about it as if you know that you're getting better. Talk about it as if you have a solution to the problem. But don't continue to talk as if that's just negativity that's going to continue and you don't see any end of the road. Also, other bad conversations. When you start to degrade and diminish and destroy people on a regular basis, that is a horrible conversation to have. And there are some people that are just geared so negative. They are so emotionally absorbed with the idea of having to critique people and having to talk about how good they are, how bad they are, that it is just a part of who they are. Now, granted, we have a whole area of American television that is all about critiquing. So I get that. I understand that. But why in the world do you spend so much time talking to other people about other people? If you want to mention something that somebody did, do it. Quick conversation over and done with. But don't spend all day long talking about this person and that person and this person and that person. I was listening to another motivational speaker the other day. And she said that she made up her mind between her and her friends that they were going to stop talking about people. And they very quickly realized they didn't have much to talk about. <laughs> that is something that you should try and see just how much of your conversation is actually being spent on talking about other individuals. I know I enjoy talking about current events. I enjoy talking about the state of humanity. I enjoy talking about television shows, about sports, about, about football specifically. I know there are tons of movies. There are tons of things that I love to talk about. I very rarely enjoy, if ever, talking about other people. Have I done it? Absolutely. We all have. Will I do it again? Most likely. But I don't intend on spending 
hours talking about people. There's nothing that comes out of that. At the end of the day, if a person does something crazy and we would like to address it in a circle conversation, by all means, let's do it. But let's not spend all hours of the day conversing about other individuals because that just doesn't turn into anything. Another conversation that you need to stay away from are harsh critiques. And what I mean by that is this really doesn't end up being a conversation. It actually ends up being more of a statement, but it does nothing for a person for you to condemn them harshly about a situation that they did or may have decided to do or become a part of or something that they missed. By all means, you can give anybody correction. And if you feel like somebody is not doing something properly, then you can definitely tell them that. But a lot of times what happens is, is we get so engulfed in our emotions that we begin to be extremely harsh in our critique of the activities of other people. So much so that it comes out almost bluntly. And what we don't realize is that to a lot of people that turns into what is felt as an attack. Maybe not on exactly their person, but definitely on their ability to do something competently. The worst area that this hurts people is when they're young. Because if you begin a person's life giving them harshness on a regular basis, that becomes a part of their psyche as they grow older. Children are extremely malleable. They're extremely susceptible to everything that you input to them. So when you start to approach them with this idea that they're stupid or they don't know what they're doing or they're always making dumb mistakes, then that becomes a part of what they believe. And when that becomes a part of what they believe, then it begins to manifest itself throughout their entire lives. So we need to be mindful of how we approach that as well. Now, category four. So this is one of the ones that people run away from, but you don't need to invest in bad health habits. Ladies and gentlemen, you get one body. Now, I know this is 2023, and there's a million different technological advancements that have happened. You know, you get a limb cut off, you can get a new prosthetic. They've got stuff out there that looks like it's actually human. So, yes, I understand there's all kinds of stuff out there that you can get, but you only get one authentic, one-of-a-kind body. That's it. You need to take care of it. You need to make good health habits. Invest in good health habits. If you don't work out at all right now, I am going to tell you that the time that you invest in sitting around and not doing anything, if you just gave up 10 minutes of that a day, just 10 minutes, I promise you, you would feel so much better than what you do right now. It only takes just a few minutes of activity for you to be able to change what you feel internally to something totally different than what you thought you ever could. The same thing goes with your diet. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys to throw out all of the burgers and the steaks and the candies and the cookies and the sodas, because I know that that is a difficult and daunting task for anybody. But what I will ask you to do is cut back. Make good health habits of trying to cut out some of the junk that's in your life. Invest time into maybe buying something that's a little more on the healthy side. Maybe instead of eating three fast food meals a day, maybe you eat two and throw a salad in there somewhere. Maybe instead of drinking 10 sodas a day, maybe you drink 
eight and two glasses of water. I'm just trying to encourage you to step out there and make subtle changes to your health habits, to your diets, so that you can actually invest that time into something that's more meaningful. Because trust and believe, whether you take care of your body or not, eventually what you invest in is going to manifest. If you invest time into making sure that you eat junk food every day, then eventually that investment is going to pay out and you are going to be sick. And who knows what level of sickness you're going to have to actually deal with if that were to happen. Now, number five, try not to make bad money investments. I know everybody that's listening to this podcast ranges all across the spectrum. I looked at insights the other day of my podcast, and there are people listening to the podcast all the way in Europe and in other countries. So I understand that there are people from different walks of life that are actually listening to the podcast. What I would encourage you to do is I don't know what anybody does for a living. I don't know what your financial situation is. I don't know what your income statements say. I don't know any of that. And truth be told, I really don't want to know. But what I will tell you is this. We make bad money investments all the time. Sometimes there are things that are minor and we can actually climb over them. Sometimes there are situations that are so bad, so rough, that we have put ourselves in a bind that we're going to have to climb out of. And truth be told, if we're constantly making bad money choices, then it's going to be very hard to get out of that hole. For instance, I'm going to tell you one very bad money investment that will always cause you to lose, and that's gambling. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you not to choose to spend your money on tickets and play the mega millions or go to do the slot machines. But what I am saying to you is if you become addicted to that, then eventually you could lose everything you have. I know quite a few people who have spent large sums of money by going out there trying to win fast money. That is not a good investment. You do not need to play with your livelihood by doing things of that nature. Now, again, um, you are absolutely 100% capable of making your own choices. But what I am going to say to you is, is that if you become addicted to it, if you start seeing yourself taking rent money and car payment money and throwing it out there to try to double it up off of some fast scheme or anything like that, you are about to hit a brick wall. It is going to happen. Fall back, reassess yourself, and remember your money is a major commodity for your livelihood. I am not the one to say chase it, but at the end of the day, you definitely need it. Now, there are all kinds of bad money investments. You can invest in bad stocks. You can invest in bad business moves, all kinds of things. But one thing that you definitely want to look out for is investing your money, is spending your money on things that have no value. I know the media wants us to buy all of this stuff now. We got to have the newest phone. We got to have the best shoes. We got to have the best pants. We got to have the fastest car. All of these different things that are attacking us on such a materialistic level. Listen, it doesn't matter. I promise you, I can drive to the store in the car that I have the same way I could if I was in a car that was worth twenty dollars to $30,000 more. You do not have to follow the trends. 
You do not have to keep up the competition with the Joneses. All you have to do is make sure that you are making sound choices on how you spend your money and what you go after in life. Stop trying to be in competition with people because all that's going to do is milk your wallet. So please, please don't make bad money investments. Now, another thing is bad organization or groups. Listen to me because I've been in one. Please do not invest your time and energy in bad organizations and organizations that want to use you, that want to abuse you, that want to utilize your skills and your knowledge and your resources and your talents, but they don't want to acknowledge you. They don't want to pour into you. I was inside of a destructive organization for years and all they did was utilize me, use me for everything that they wanted to. And then eventually when I decided to leave, I had nothing because everything belonged to them. So be mindful of that. And there are some subtle organizations out here that have been around for a long time and they are absolutely, absolutely destructive to you in the event that you would become a part of them. I'm not going to sit here on this podcast and alienate anybody, but what I am going to say to you is that you need to be very cautious about what you step into. If it is not something that you haven't vetted, looked into pretty well and know that it is going to be profitable for you to be a part of, it's going to be constructive for you to be a part of and that the mission of this organization isn't something that's destructive then by all means you need to make sure that you get away from anything that is the opposite of that and then finally we need to stop investing time energy and resources into unproductive events i can't tell you how many times i hear it this person went to this location and got shot up because they went to a club. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that is extremely destructive to humanity. There is death and decay and destruction happening all around us and a large part of it is being done in the name of entertainment. This person decides to have a party. So everybody shows up. Everybody gets drunk. People start fighting. Somebody gets shot. Now all of a sudden we got a problem. Then you've got your beefs between the gangs. All of a sudden, there's an event. Everybody shows up. Everybody wants to cut up. We got a bunch of shooting. People die. You need to be extremely cautious about what you take your time to go to nowadays. You need to be extremely cautious about what you spend money to go to, what you decide to partake in, whether it's a festival, whether it's a backyard party, whatever the case may be. You need to be cautious about about that because a lot of times I have conversations with people and this kind of goes over their head but I'm going to stress it to you now because I think it makes a whole lot of sense so if there's a location that every other night there's a shooting why if I don't want to get shot would I continue to go there because what most people don't understand is that situations like that are uncontrollable you can't control who gets hit by a bullet you can't control who gets caught up in the middle of a fight you can't control who the police think are involved you can't control any of that stuff so you need to be mindful of what kind of events that you get tied into because it could mean your life now 
Now, let me also flip that because there are good events that aren't good for you. Sometimes there are organizations that put things together and they mean absolutely the best that they can for everybody that comes there. But it is just a ploy to get you to think a certain way, to do a certain thing. And I'm going to tell you what is the worst. And that is the politics that we are in right now. These political parties, whether it be a Democratic Party or a Republican Party, will throw some of the best events ever. But their total intention is to get you there and to get you to side with their political view. You can't fall for that kind of trick. You have to make sure that you have told yourself internally, you will not be bought out by anybody. So just because they throw a major event, millions of dollars, all the works, you show up, best music, best dress, everything's going on, that still can't shape your mentality. You should carry that everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you have to tell yourself that no matter what's going on here, no matter how great this experience is, I will not be bought. Do you know that is the way that most of the timeshare organizations trick you into buying a timeshare? They offer you a vacation. They have you come out to their location, stay, enjoy the entire resort, anything you want to do. You've got total access to the whole place. You get there and you're sliding on the slides. You're swimming in the water. You're eating the food. You're getting valet parking, all of these different things. And then the last day that you're there, that morning, when they know you're hungry, they ask you to come down because they want to give you a 30 minute presentation. When you get there, they've got all kind of food for you to eat. And they ask you to sit through this presentation. And their whole goal is to sell the experience that you just went through. Now, if you buy into this, then you have just committed to invest a large amount of money into this location that you can technically only utilize at certain parts of the year. That's the thought process. These events that you could get sucked into, you want to make sure that you're mindful of those. Stop investing your time in stuff that isn't going to work for you, that isn't going to be profitable. Stop investing your time in people, in conversations, in events, in actions that are not going to be fruitful for your benefit. Start getting with a group of people that are all about moving up. Start having conversations about businesses, about what you can do to advance, about finding out just how good a person is doing at certain things, their skills, their abilities. Start investing time and in getting up in the morning and working out or coming home in the afternoon and doing a little workout. Start investing time and in understanding the stock market. And we spend so much time investing in stuff that doesn't do anything for us whatsoever. Doesn't make us better. Doesn't do anything to edify our community. I will even challenge you to do this. Start investing time in reading more. Make that a hobby. Not just something for your entertainment, but start digging into things that can make you better. Things that you always wanted to know your whole life. Everybody that listens to this podcast, at some point in time, you had dreams, you had aspirations. Start studying that stuff. Make yourself a better version of yourself and don't waste time investing in things that aren't going to pay you dividends in the end. Well, that's all I got for you guys this week. Again, thanks so much 
much for going down this stress journey with me. We're going to continue on this road. I've got some new ideas, some new things that we're going to talk about next week. And then we're going to move into our very first roundtable discussion. It's going to be great. I can't wait. So until next week, I love you guys. Peace.